Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Song of Joy with Before Jesus.
from Greek mythology, we learn the story of Atlanta. She was a great athlete and considered herself to be the swiftest runner in the land. She had many admirers who sought to marry her for she was very beautiful. But she had been warned that marriage would ruin her, so she sought to escape it by only offering her hand to the suitor who would defeat her in a foot race. She said, I will be the prize of him who will conquer me in a race, but death must be the penalty of all who try and fail. Because of her great beauty, scores of young men entered the race and the contest in spite of the harsh penalty. One after another, they were defeated and they were put to death without mercy. Hippomenes, a splendid and most handsome man, heard of this contest and considered very foolish for anyone to risk so much for a wife. But one day, he saw Atlanta and quickly changed his mind and offered himself as a contestant, although he was not a great runner and had little chance of winning. The race started, and Atlanta quickly started building a lead. But Hippopenes had calculated more wisely than anyone knew. He had concealed on his person three rather heavy golden apples, and as he ran, he dropped one on the course so that when Atlanta came around again, it was right in front of her. She was quite taken with the glittering golden apple and stopped to pick it up. But Hippopenes gained ground and shot ahead of her, but soon Atlanta regained her lead. Hippopenes threw his second golden apple a little off course. Again, Atlanta spied the glittering apple and went off course to retrieve it. Hippopenes ran ahead of her. She was now weighed down with two golden apples and running slower, but still was able to catch up. Hippopenes had overtaken her. And with the finish line approaching, he threw his last apple. Atlanta looked at it with lust and greed in her heart. She stopped to gather up the third golden apple. Without the added weight of the apples, Hippopenes was able to pass Atlanta and cross the finish line and won the race. The bride in her kingdom. This is just a legend, but it is a great lesson for us. As we run our race through life, the world, the flesh, and the devil all try to entice us to run in evil ways. The golden apples glitter before us. But there's only one thing to do, and that is to keep our eyes firmly fixed on the Lord Jesus Christ. And we'll be able to say with the Apostle Paul, I have finished the course. Listen now as John DeLapp sings for us this beautiful song entitled, Silent Night. Oh uh-huh. 
You are listening to Joy in the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Jesse Nagel and Courtney Cook play for us on the flutes this lovely song, O Come, All Ye Faithful. An army chaplain was discouraged because he felt that his contact with the men was too fleeting to be of any value, and therefore he felt that he was not accomplishing anything for the Lord. Then one day, while reading an article, he was greatly encouraged by a comment on the limited yet important role of the evangelist in John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. The article said in part, 
It is to be noted that Christians was put on the road by one named Evangelist who, when he had left him, gave one smile and bade him goodbye. Why does Bunyan use the phrase, he gave him one smile? Why not just say he smiled at him? Perhaps it is accidental. But more likely it is because he wanted to emphasize the brief nature of the encounter. One smile and goodbye. And yet Christian's whole course was determined by this meeting with evangelists. We are aware of the long, slow influences that mold our lives. But we must also bear in mind the startling results of some apparently casual meetings. To how many people are we indebted for a brief encounter, perhaps forgotten by them, when we fret over the hurried nature of many of our contacts with others, we may take to heart when we realize how profane the passing touch may be. A physician tells us how he came to know the Lord. For some time I had been given tracts by different individuals, and these set me thinking, but none of them really put me under conviction. However, one day my mother passed away, and on that very afternoon, someone who did not know of my tragic loss handed me a little blue card containing only the words, Have you a home in heaven where the angels are and where mother is? This bit of faithful sowing on the part of an untalented Christian resulted in my salvation, for it was a word in due season. This should encourage those ones of you who feel that you are not successful in your service for the Lord. We are the ones who are to be faithful, and then the Lord will step in to see to the results. We are to live for Him day by day, moment by moment, and leave the long-term results to Him. Listen now as Scott Delosier sings for us this wonderful song, Welcome to Our World. Tears are falling, hearts are breaking, how we need to hear from God. You've been promised, we've been waiting, welcome holy child, welcome holy child. Hope that you don't mind our manger. How I wish we would have known But long awaited Holy stranger Make yourself at home Please make yourself at home Bring your peace into our violence Bid our hungry souls be filled Word now breaking Heaven's silence Welcome to our world Welcome to our world Fragile fingers sent to heal us 
tender brow prepared for thorn. Tiny heart whose blood will save us, unto us is born, unto us is born. So wrap our injured flesh around you, breathe our air and walk our song. Rob our sin and make us holy, perfect Son of God, perfect Son of God, welcome to our This Wednesday night is the first Wednesday night of the new year, 2022. Why not start the year off right and join us here at the Altoona Bible Church at 7 p.m. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Olivet Discourse, the second coming of Christ. Matthew chapter 24, verse 27. For as the lightning cometh out of the east, and shineth even to the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Mark chapter 13, verse number 26. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. Luke chapter 21, verse 27. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. This morning we're going to resume our study on the life of Christ. We're going to review what we have been studying. We've been studying and talking about the Olivet Discourse until we took a pause from that study to study about the true meaning of Christmas, the biblical account of the birth of Christ. The Olivet Discourse, as recorded in Matthew 24 and 25, Mark 13 and Luke 21, was given by the Lord Jesus Christ in response to his disciples' questions. Their questions were, When shall these things be? What is the sign of thy coming in the end of the world? This discourse was given by the Lord Jesus Christ just two days before his death on the cross. Matthew chapter 26, verse 1 and 2. In the Lord Jesus Christ responds to his disciples and, his, and in his discourse, he systematically goes through the events of the coming 70th week of Daniel, the tribulation period. Matthew chapter 24, verse 4 to 14 is the first three and a half years of the tribulation period. Matthew chapter 24, verse 15 is the middle of the week, the middle of the seven-year tribulation. Matthew chapter 24, verse 21, the middle of the week gives way to the last three and a half years of the tribulation, a time also known as Jacob's trouble. Matthew 24, verse 27 to 31, is the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. We remind you that there are major differences between the coming of Christ for the church, the body of Christ, the rapture, and the second coming. The terms the rapture of the church, the body of Christ, and the second coming are not interchangeable. The rapture is not the first phase of the second coming. How could it be? The rapture was a mystery never revealed until the Apostle Paul. 
It was not revealed in the Old Testament by the prophets. It was not revealed by the Lord Jesus Christ during his earthly ministry. The church, the body of Christ, is not looking for the second coming. 2 Timothy 2.15, Study to show thyself to prove unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Any pastors or Bible teachers who teach the rapture and the second coming are interchangeable terms, or teaches the rapture is the first phase of the second coming of Christ, have failed in rightly dividing God's word. Here are just some of the differences between the rapture of the church, the body of Christ, and the second coming. The rapture is a mystery. It was a secret until it was revealed by the Apostle Paul. The second coming is a part of prophecy, Zechariah chapter 14, verse 4. The rapture is going to occur before the tribulation period, 1 Thessalonians 5, 9. The second coming of Christ is after the tribulation of those days. It's post-tribulation, but it's premillennial before the millennial kingdom. At the rapture, we meet the Lord in the air, 1 Thessalonians 4.17. At the second coming, the Lord Jesus Christ returns to the earth. The rapture, there is no sign of his coming. No Bible prophecy has to be fulfilled before it can return. The rapture is imminent. 2 Corinthians 5.7, for we walk by faith and not by sight. At the second coming, there will be signs of his coming, the sign of the coming of the Son of Man, Matthew 24, verse 30. And there will be many signs before his second coming, Luke chapter 21, verses 25 to verse 28. At the rapture, the saved will meet the Lord in the air. Listen to this. We are then taken to heaven. The unsaved are left behind to enter the 70th week of Daniel, the tribulation period. At the second coming of Christ, it's the exact opposite. The saved are left behind to enter into the millennial kingdom, and the unsaved are taken, and they're taken in judgment to hell. And we're going to look at that when we study later on in Matthew 24, the days of Noah. There are some who don't even like to speak about the rapture because they say that specific word does not appear in the word of God. The doctrine of the rapture is clearly taught. 1 Thessalonians 4.17 Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Over in Acts chapter number 8 you had Philip was talking with the Ethiopian eunuch The eunuch had been and visiting over in Jerusalem, and I think on his way back he did not get any answers because that shows you the spiritual bankruptcy of the city of Jerusalem at that time. And God the Holy Spirit directs Philip to talk with the eunuch, and he was able to answer his question concerning Christ in the reading of Isaiah 53. When you look at Acts chapter 8, verse number 39, it says, And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. Verse 40, And Philip is found now in a different area. The Lord caught him away. Literally, he was raptured. He was taken from one place to another. We believers who are alive at the Lord's coming, will not experience physical death, but we will be caught away with the dead in Christ. And remember, the dead in Christ, this speaks of resurrection of their body. Their soul and spirit are already in heaven. We're talking about the resurrection of the body with the dead in Christ to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever, ever be with the Lord. 
Well, that again, that's the coming of Christ for the church. That is our blessed hope. We call it the rapture. And we know when you study God's word that it's going to occur before the tribulation period. And what a stark contrast to the second coming. That's why I say these terms are not interchangeable. Please don't interchange these terms. We're not looking for the second coming. We're looking for the coming of Christ for the church, the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, our blessed hope. Romans chapter 3, verse number 24 says, Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. If you've never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as believers, we need to keep studying God's Word. We need to rightly divide God's Word and the truth of God's Word. If you've never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you need to trust Him right now. Salvation is God's free gift. We're justified freely by His grace. Not by good works, not by water baptism, not by any religious activity. It's faith alone. It's a gift of God. If you've never trusted Him, you need to trust Him right now. Start off this new year by trusting the Lord Jesus Christ and living for Him. You need to trust Him right now, right where you're at, before it is eternally too late in your life. listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is my name.